Hello, I am Pia, a married mom of two, want to be Martha Stewart, would rather spend her time planning elaborate dinner parties, when in reality, I'm procrastinating about making my family matching t-shirts with my Cricut maker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brianne, and I'm an HGTV and Hallmark Channel junkie. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young kids. What about being from the Bronx? Oh, you made fun of me last time I said it, so it's nice to be out. Well, now they know. Brianne's from the Bronx. The boogie down. Hey, guys. We're here with Ebony again. It's our um, third part of this interview. And just to recap, let's uh, go over some of the things that Ebony has overcome and she's has passed through and came out like a champ. So far, she has successfully um, left an abusive relationship. Yes. She's reconnected with her father. <laughs> and I think we're about to talk about how she's just found new love. That's where we left off. Ebony? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's it's interesting because I did, but but okay, but yes, um, I met a man, uh, quite a lovely man, Mr. Godot, Warrington Bernard Godot the third, and um, yeah, we fell in love, and um, at the time, what I what was unfortunate is that my father did not like him, mm. but <laughs> yes. I can't believe yeah. anyone wouldn't like Bernard. He was probably oh my just, he, he you're probably, it was probably just a dad thing. Like, he's like, I just got my daughter back. I don't want to share. You know, I, I, we, 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 we have come to the realization that that's just what it was. It, yeah. it, it, it was what it was. I think that we had, we'd finally been able to have that connection and live together. Like I said, my daddy and I, we uh, lived together. We worked together. We ate together. We just everything together. So he wanted the relationship just as much as I did, and 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 he thought that my husband was impeding on that. I I, I think that's the only reason. That's the only yeah. reason not to love Bernard. And he's, right. he's wonderful. He really is. But okay, so so in the beginning we had we 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 just met. We had five children. Four. Oh, I had one. He had four. So five together. Uh, we begin our relationship to much um, discourse with the exes to this day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a beautiful thing. But um, uh, we've, we've, we've had our, 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 our we've had a journey. I'll say that. We've had quite a journey. But he's a healthy guy. He's stable, had a good career. He's educated. He loves you and treats you well. Totally different from the relationship you previously had. That you basically oh my had God. It's, it's night and day. It's, when you learn to love yourself and you learn to be healthy and then you attract a healthy person. I mean, I, exactly. I think I hit the jackpot. He's, he's so sweet. He's such a wonderful guy. He's a gentle soul. It's like night and day. He 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 dotes on me. He p just touches on me and pampers me. He's really a sweet man. He's 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 the best man I've ever met. 
Right. And I'm not saying that because I'm partial. I'm saying that because I know it. Right. And I love that story because a lot of times I feel like when you're in a bad position, you think it's never going to get any better. And how can I find true love again? Or how can anyone love me after, you know, being a single mom and and coming from an abusive space? You're right. But you said it, you said that you got your, your mind was in a different place and you learned to love yourself. And then came this relationship. Right. Yeah, you, when, when you're unhealthy, you attract unhealthy people. When you're healthy, you attract healthy people. It's, it's just is. It just happens. That's the energy you put out and that's the energy you get back. And so once you become, you're able to see healthy and what it looks like and what you're willing to, 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 to take on, then, you, then, then it works out. And so that's what happened. And he's, he was a very stable guy, very smart, uh, educated um, a, a, quite a good catch, I must say. All the all the ladies uh, thought he was a good catch. <laughs> when did you know he was the one? I knew immediately. I, well, I'll say this: he, when I met him, it was a connection, and I never really had a connection with anybody. So I thought, oh, well, this this must be it, because I I've always been like, oh. You know, I have you have to talk to me and engage me for me to to like you, and so mm-hmm. that's never. So I've never had an instant connection with anyone, and right. so when I saw him and I, I had an instant connection, so I was like, "What in the world just happened?" So, um, and he says the same thing. He's like, when he first met me, the first time he saw me, it was just like something. Our souls connected. We were instantly. Right. I did not think I would be his girlfriend or wife I just thought he's a really good guy I just didn't know why I had this instant connection and I thought he's a really good guy he somebody messed up because he was telling me about his divorce story and I was like and I just told him you know one day you're gonna make somebody a good husband I said just learn lessons from this you're a very good guy I don't know you but I see you to be a wonderful man and somebody messed up <laughs> and, and it, 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 it proved to be true he's a wonderful man and he's <laughs> me a good husband how long after right. that conversation did you all begin to i guess date or see each other one week <laughs> we, we met february the 7th of 2007 and you know i i didn't expect him to to, to call, but I was so, uh, look, I was a hot girl, okay, every, all the guys liked me, it was Valentine's Day, <laughs> and all these gifts and everything, and my, my, I was working for my dad, my dad was like, how many bouquets of flowers coming in here now, <laughs> it was Valentine's Day, but I kept saying, that guy never called me, I, in my head, I was like, that guy never called me, and so he called me Valentine's night, and that began our love story. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I was I was quite upset with him though, because I was like, "Oh, how dare you not call me?" You know. <laughs> so I, I I punished him just a little bit. Because um, <laughs> oh, I had to. I mean, you had you had to understand who he was dealing with. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize that I." I was like, "You didn't call me." I was like, Do "You know, it's Valentine's Day. I'm on a date." And then he was like, well, can you, can you call me in the morning? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm leaving. My 
grandfather had passed away in Detroit. I was like, I'm leaving uh, out, of the, out of town. He's like, where are you going? I was like, Detroit. He's like, well, call me and let me know you made a mistake. I was like, I'll call you when I get home. And he was like, um, when are you coming home? And I said, uh, in about a week. And he's like, uh, does your phone not work in Detroit? <laughs> I was like, I will call you when I get home. So I made him wait a week too. So, so he, he made me wait a week. I made him wait a week. And the rest is history. <laughs> when I got home from the airport, he actually called immediately. I was like, oh my God, I'm on my way home. And he's like, because um, I told him what time I, I'd come. So he called immediately and he's like, where are you, where are you going? I said, well, I'm going home. He said, where do you live? I said, Pearland. He said, oh, I live in Pearland too. Can you stop by and say hi? And we have literally been together ever since. Oh, and when did you get married? How long into the relationship? We, we met married? in 07 and we got married in 09. And so okay. uh, we've been married 10 years, 10 years. Oh. And, and, um, and we're, we're having another uh, uh, ceremony here valentine's day okay oh wow that sounds nice yeah yeah it's so. beautiful yeah yeah we're having our 10-year anniversary coming up too so i'm not too sure what we're gonna do but well it's yeah. just gonna we're be gonna he, and I, he and i and our pastor oh yeah very so small and intimate hmm? i said very small and intimate yeah, yeah, just nobody. <laughs> nobody, just he and I. <laughs> well, I'm all for getting a photographer still, even if well, it's just. I, well, I told him that I, we could have, we could go take pictures. Mommy, yeah, uh, we could take pictures. Mommy life. So maybe mommy we could have him there at the at the at the ceremony, and then we can go off to take pictures. Maybe that's that's right. I think you should have some at the ceremony just to capture, you know, you know, some tears that may fall, or you know, just intimate moments that you can't even see because you're in the moment that you would love to like look back on. I, I say, I say, have it, have the photographer there. Actually, since you're not going to have that, anyone that, else there, that 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 might be okay. Okay. I, huh? I mean, I'm not anyone in the relationship. It's just my vote. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we have a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> I see. I see phones are ringing. Babies are coming. It's, it's hilarious. It's Sunday it's morning. early in the morning for this. It is. Yes, it is. And my son likes to try to find me in the house, and sometimes I can hide. But when I'm talking, he can hear it. I, I can't hide. I can't. <laughs> hide. But yeah, uh, my husband and I, we we um, we had a lot of opposition, a lot of up and down, a lot of ins and outs. Learning how to blend a family, learning how to. Um, because though he's a wonderful, wonderful man, I mean, you know, life is not a fairy tale. And so we have to learn. You had to learn. We had to learn to love each other. We had to learn to, to, to stick together. We had to learn. We had to learn. It was a dance. You know, I'm, right. in, I'm in a process of learning right now. So uh, it's a dance. Life is a dance. You learn as you go. And uh, you, know, you have to pick somebody who's worth it, who's, wor who's right. worth the try. And he really is, and and we've we've been on this thing for ten years now, but 
one of the things that that has we have learned that has defi uh, defined us uh, was the episode with my father um, and and just the the things that happened during his death uh, and and um, the journey it sent me on uh, thereafter and it, it's been a journey of discovery ever since and. I'll go back to the to the a journey with my father and surrounding his death. Um, when my my husband and I uh, got married, of course, my dad didn't like him, so it kind of strained the relationship between my father and I. And you know, my father and I, I you know how much I wanted that relationship because right. we had just worked on it, just got it to where we we were working uh, together uh, to to build that relationship. So. That strained our relationship from the time we got married in 09. Well, the relationship between my father and I. From the time my husband and I got married in 09 until my dad got sick in 2014. Mm. And I just, uh, we, so it was really touch and go. We really didn't see each other a lot because my father uh, just didn't respect my husband. He didn't respect right. our family. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he's just like, you should just come back and you know why won't you just uh come uh come over here and just bring my grandson and that kind of thing Aww. and I, it's like yeah you can't break up my family like that you know no so it, it would cause, yeah so it would cause a bunch of strain so i just told him you know if you can't respect the man that i chose and the family that i have then we can't do this and that took a lot out of me uh, oh my gosh it took, it took so much for me to stand up to the to the largest figure in my life uh mm -hmm. about the man that i love so when my dad got sick uh something just told me to to go see him i went to see him and i and he was at a shop uh his printing shop and when i went there he was uh we talked and he uh i was looking at him and I could see behind his eyes that he was sick. And I just was looking at him. He was like, what's, what's wrong? And I said, are you okay? And he said, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I said, well, you don't, you don't look uh, well. He's like, no, no, I'm fine. But I guess that, that, that was our spirit speaking. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I made it my, my, I chose to start coming by more regularly. And as I came by more regularly, he got sicker and uh, eventually it put me in a space where I became his total caregiver. Um, uh, and that, um, that changed, it changed the dynamic of our relationship because now I've become his caregiver and now I'm spending so much time at my dad's house taking care of him. It's come to a point where we have to make a decision whether or not we need to even come home. My dad has a huge house. So he's like, won't you just bring the family home? And I know all the drama and the foolishness that he, he, he felt. So I was kind of nervous about it, but because I, I had no choice, my daddy had nobody else to take care of him. Um, I, I, we, 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 we moved back home uh, and that started a new dynamic and so the um, whole family all five kids <laughs> all five kids yes it's true how did it's that true. go well well my dad was uh 
he was he spent much more time in his room and he got to know i remember distinctly my husband and i were laughing about this you know my dad was a very heavy guy and uh we had nurses and occupational therapists and ot and it whatever that is uh, a couple <laughs> therapists yeah a couple of therapists a, a bedside girl who would clean them and things like that and head nurse and will come in but in but that was seven to seven so in the evenings and at night uh it was just us and so um i remember one time one of our sons josh who's kind of stockier he um he was helping my husband move my help my dad move and my husband my dad said josh is is is, is a is a big boy huh and i said dad he's been that way since since forever but i realized then he's never looked at, at josh he's never seen mm. him as his grandson he's never he, he's, oh. he's never he's never paid any attention to him so me uh, bernard and i were talking about that the other day how could he how could he not know that you know right right but uh he's like i didn't know josh he's a big guy like he was he was shocked <laughs> so, so um but anyway, so much so, healing's going on at this moment yeah yeah, so so it was a lot of moments like that, and and Father's Day came around, and uh, to speed things up, the, what defined this whole thing was um, my dad got uh, fell May twenty ninth, uh, uh, May twenty ninth, twenty fifteen. He fell and uh, fractured uh, his shin, Ugh, and because he and so we rushed him to the hospital. And um, there that night, that evening, when um, the doctor came in and she said that your dad has a lot of fluid on his chest. Uh, he, had, he had lung disease. And so he was building, he says, a lot of fluid on his chest. And uh, his, we can't find his heart rate. We need to intubate him. And I said, okay, do what you have. I had, I had a... Um, I had power of attorney, medical power of attorney, but it only kicks in if someone is incapacitated uh, or, or, or not at capacity to, to make their own decisions. So I said, okay. She said, well, you can't make that decision. Uh, he has, he's, he's still okay. in, in, in consciousness. So uh, he, she said that uh, I'd have to go in there and talk to him. And I said, okay. And then she said, well, I'm telling you this uh, because uh, I don't know that your daddy is going to make it. She said, not that I don't know. I know he's not going to make it. If I intubate uh. him, his heart rate is so low that it's going to stop. And we're not going to be able to get it started again because of the pressure on his chest and all that stuff, pressure from the fluid and all. And so I didn't know. She, I said, are you saying to me that my dad is dying? And then she said, uh, I'm saying to you that your dad is not going to make it this night. And I oh said, what? And so, you know, from afar, he's just, he just fractured his, his shin. What, like, what are you, what are you right. saying to me? You know, he, that's not a, that's not a, that doesn't cause you to die, you know? Right. And so she said, um, I'm telling you that your father's not going to make it this night. And oh. she said, so I suggest you go in there and talk to him. She said, I know your dad and I know us as people. I think you need to go in there and have a conversation with your daddy. Oh, and I said, what? Like, like it was, it was so Shock. heartbreaking and shocking because I never expected her to say that, 
you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, she, so I, I went in there to tell my dad that, and I, I found myself not being able to. What is going on with my scarf? <laughs> I found myself not being able to to tell him, and uh, so uh, uh, the nurse kind of took over mm-hmm. because the nurse was there. It was a doctor and a nurse, and it was two nurses, the doctor and my husband, but my husband didn't hear what she had told me because she called me right. outside. And uh, uh, so the two nurses, one of the nurses heard her and went in to... You have to, um, she told me to have the conversation with him because she said us as people, sometimes we don't have our, our affairs in order. And uh, she said, uh, I know your daddy and I know who he is. So you need to go talk to him and get to make sure he gets his affairs in order quickly. And so I said, oh, so I was like, what is going on? So, um, so um I went in to talk to him and tell him, but I, 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 it would not come out that daddy, I don't know if you're going to make it. So, uh, so no. uh, the nurse kind of took over and I don't remember anything else from that night. I, I, un, I've been trying since, since that day to remember, I just can't, but, uh, but, um, I later found out what, what happened, but, uh, that night, because we had a, a lawsuit surrounding it, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, at that night, my, I believe very honestly that my, my dad was supposed to die that night, but he did not. And that from May 29th until July 15th, I honestly believe was just um, time and space for he and I to rectify the relationship that we had. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I know that he was not supposed to make it. And I know that right after then we became, he, that's when he became total care 24 hours. Right. And so he and I, because I had to feed him, I had to help him, I had to move him, I had to do all these things. So he and I spent those 24 hours every day together. And um, we got a chance to talk and he got a chance to tell me about his family. He got a chance to tell me about growing up. And, you know, he just got a special time. It was the best time of my life. It was everything I needed from him. And, um, and and when you're when you're faithful, God God He provides uh, just what you need, and doesn't happen in the way you want it, but yeah, it happens. And so June to speed it up, June eighteenth, uh, my dad. We were sitting there. My dad died Ju- uh, July thirtieth, by the way. But uh, July eighteenth, we were sitting there in the hospital, and we're just laughing and joking and talking, and. Uh, he was quiet for a little while. We were watching a movie. And then he said, hey, I, 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 uh, I need to say something. And I thought he was wanting me to get him some ice or uh, adjust his blanket or something, you know. And uh, so I got up to, to see what he'd need. He said, no, I just need to tell you something. I said, yeah, yeah, dad. And then uh, he said, um, I want you to know that in spite of me, you've become the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And he said, inside and out, 
you're just a beautiful woman. And I know that Aww. I have been the best dad, but you've been the best daughter. And I can Aww. act for a better child. So he, I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but um, but I, so I, I, I was shocked and said, are you kidding me? And then um, he said, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, well, you have to understand that my dad is a very unry man. He was 76 years old, very unry, very proud, very, um, he was, he was just not that guy to be, to be apologizing or to say anything like that. And then I it's said, like a story. I know life isn't about like, um, it's not a fairy tale and you said it, um, again and again but like that moment like what a blessing like right like like I, I would have never expected words, it. everything to come from to come from the child who was completely denied because i was a secret to to come full circle to have him say in his own way uh saying in spite of himself that that he has a beautiful daughter and I just, I just, I took it in. At first, I was shocked. I thought he was dying right then. I thought, you know, that stuff you say on your deathbed. I was calling the nurse. I was like, wait, wait, not right now. So, so then he said, um, I have to tell you one more thing because I was calling the nurse. He said, No, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I said, You sure? Because I thought something was in his IV. So, so he's like. Uh, I need to tell you something else. And I said, yes, yeah, dad. Because I was scared. I didn't know what he was going to say next. He killed the man in El Paso or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he was going to say. It was so scary. And then he said, um, I want you to know. And I was bracing myself because I was like, do I even want to hear this? Is this a deathbed confession? But he said, um, <laughs> he said, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I was wrong about your husband. Oh wow! I should have never made you choose between your husband and your family and me. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Your husband is a good man, and he's he's a good husband to you. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. So I said, "What?" And I knew then it was over. <laughs> it was over. <laughs> Ring the bell. My my dad has never apologized to anybody, and he's done a lot. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> He's never felt wow. the need to apologize. So the value in that for me is greater than anything I could have ever gotten otherwise, because I know who my dad is and I know the man and I know how much it took for him to say that. And I also know that that was only God's grace. Right. And, and God's, God knows what you need when you need it. So. Right. So it looks like, um, your story is just, once again, really exciting. <laughs> and I think we may have to have a short part four. <laughs> I just want to hear, because I want to, because I don't want to rush anything. And I, I don't, I think we've been giving your story the, um, the time that it needs. And I just want to hear the, the, your latest. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying right to now, because it, it has a lot, there, and, it, so much. And, it, and it has a lot to do with, you know, words from your father because he's yeah. had a major influence on you and your husband and um your new journey because i hear you have a vlog i do i do i do i'd I love to tell you about it all right so i um, love to hear about it come on 
listen to our next <laughs> our next chapter. <laughs> And we will this, see is a, this is a series. This is a series. Oh my God. <laughs> it is. I thought it was going to be just like one little blur, <laughs> one little interview. <laughs> but you know, you don't do anything small, Ebony. You don't do anything. Small. <laughs> I try to. I don't know. I don't, I try. All right. So we'll see you in a few. Okay. Have okay. a great Bye. day. Bye. The podcast is over, but that does not mean that the conversation has to end. Connect with Brianne and I on Instagram at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? Or you may email us at podcast at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe.com. We also have a website, so check it out www.mommy, Where Is My Shoe.com. Before you go, do us a favor. If you like Mommy, Where Is My Shoe, the podcast, please rate us in your app. And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommy, where is my and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.